so very nice to have you back again this week for another exciting episode of Norm Nathan's Vault of Silliness. Today brings us what was listed as March 11th, 1994, but turned out to be April 11th, 1994. So instead of combing through the vault for an appropriate March date, I figured we should just roll with it. And because of that, a title was spawned, Misstated Madness. It's a dumb birthday game that has a few side conversations that are a lot of fun. The players are Brian, Mark and Hudson, I'm on the phone from home, Keith Shields producing and playing in studio, and Rob Floyd from WBZ's 24-hour traffic network and marching society band. The birthdays. Ethel Kennedy, Joel Gray, Ellen Goodman, Louise Lasser, Oleg Cassini, and we learn of his association with the women of Middleton, Mass. We then take on some history. What year was Napoleon Bonaparte banished to the island of Elba? And what year was Jackie Robinson signed as the first black player to play for a major league team? Oh, hold up. How about a birthday from April 12th? Tiny Tim. Now, hang on. Now, yeah, he will not be tiptoeing through the tulips. So the game wraps with David Letterman. Other goofiness. Norm tells his moving story of how he lost his Congressional Medal of Honor. Silly pooks. Norm was going to be in for Bob Raleigh that week, but a mystery lady, Victoria Jones, will be subbing for a couple of days, too. Bubbling out of your undershorts. Norm has been Middleton's town moderator since 1978. Term limits, anyone? We get a little insight, though, into Middleton's small-town politics. Homonyms, homophones, and palindromes. Emerson College Emersonians and their distinguished graduates. The Little Building, Jack's Joke Shop. Episode 129, Misstated Madness, begins marching to your ears in three, two, and one. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Nice to talk to you again. We have Mark, who's in uh, Hudson, Massachusetts. Hi, Mark. Hey there, Norm. How are you doing? Hey, whoa, you sound so upbeat. Wow, that, that was really great. Okay, we also, oh, look at that. We have Tony Nesbitt. Hi, Norm. Hello, Tony. Hi, and I don't mean to get really political on you, but I want to know. <laughs> well, what is what is your service background? My service background is I'm a Congressional Medal of Honor winner, except I lost my medal at Revere Beach a couple of years ago. You were looking for a date, weren't you? I was, I was sitting next to a young lady, yeah. well, maybe not so young, a couple of years ago, sitting next to me at an ice cream parlor, and I dropped my Congressional Medal of Honor into her banana split, and it was never seen again. And uh, I have pictures of myself all over my walls, Natalie dressed in I've seen a few uniforms. I've seen a few, especially that, that great greeting they gave you at Fenway Park that time, too. Yeah, homecoming. The homecoming was really nice. Was I've, I've, I've just been so pleased about that. Yeah. You're a silly pook, you know that? <laughs> Being up at this time of the morning still makes you silly pook in yeah. my book. I was just going to listen, but I said, well, I'm awake. I'm, I'll call. I'm glad you did. The The uh, music thing is Thursday night, is it not? Uh, yes, Thursday night. Okay, I've been sort of advertising this Thursday yeah. night. Okay. Yes, and Jeff Pinsker is uh, Wednesday night. And he does the 20 questions. Oh, yeah, we'll have the 20 questions quiz. Yeah. Oh, this looks like an action-packed week. Yeah, and, then, and then Geographax on Sunday with I'm, Bob Hernandez. Oh, that sounds nice. Okay, for people wondering how come the program sounds different, it's because so Bob Raleigh's on vacation, 
And uh, I just thought I'd sit in just today. For the next couple of nights, it'll be Victoria Jones. Then we'll be back Wednesday night with some of the folks that uh, Tony just told you about. We also have uh, with us, of course, we have uh, Keith Shields, uh, producer of this very day, who's playing the game with us. Is this the first time you've done this? No, I played it like four times. Four, oh, Three or four times. Son of a gun. I, I'm <laughs> sorry. I meant to check your record. Made that yeah. much of an influence on you. <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't don't say that. We also have, uh, as uh, playing the game, Chris is Rob Floyd, who's uh, the WBZ 24-hour traffic network reporter and marching society band, something of that nature. How you doing, Rob? I'm doing okay. Okay, uh, and uh, I hear you're just kind of bubbling right out of your undershorts there, and you're ready to play the game with us, and that's really nice. Bubbling? Okay. <laughs> bubbling out of your shorts, yeah. <laughs> Don't think about that too much, because okay. it gets more obscene <laughs> or, or disgusting as you, as you do. Okay, I won't tell you who's born on this day, because I know you're anxious to begin the game and win a totally useless and worthless prize. And uh, uh, Ethel Kennedy was born on this day. Hold on, let me see if I can give you some clues as to Kennedy? Uh, oh, no, no, it's oh. maybe some, some okay. dates or something like that in her life. I don't really have that. She was born in Greenwich, Connecticut. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Uh, widow of former U.S. Attorney General Robert Kennedy. You all knew that. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, yeah. And, of course, the father, the mother, rather, of uh, uh, the uh, representative, Joe Kennedy. The congressman person. Okay, how old, Brian, let me ask you, you, how old do you think Ethel Kennedy is on this very day, April 11th? 66, says Brian. Okay, no hesitation there at all, was there, Brian? Right out, just said it right out like that, like a big guy. Okay, Mark, what do you think? Well, I think she's 67. 67, okay, okay, 67. We'll mark that down on the big sheet. Uh, 66. <laughs> okay, Tony, 66. And Keith? 60. 60. Okay, what do you think, Rob? How old is Ethel Kennedy? 69. 69, okay. Actually, she is 66. You knew that, Brian, did you? That wasn't yeah. just a guess. You knew that. You're older than Jack Yanosa. Jack Yanosa is going to be 65 in July, so. <laughs> I'll okay. keep that in mind. Oh, I think Brian is going to be a tough cookie on this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, he's going to be trouble. He's, he's, you're, you're just, you're just. Yeah, I told you my one of my specialties is I'm a photographer of the Kennedy, so that was an easy one for me. Oh, that's right too. Yeah, that's right. You did a lot of photography for right. for them with them. Believe me, that's probably the easiest one I'll get. Okay, Brian and Brian and Tony then are now tie after the first round as we try to guess the age of Joel Gray, uh, born Joel Katz, his his father. Mickey Katz had played with the Spike Jones band, all the really crazy, funny, funny music things that they did, and with some excellent musicians, and then formed his own band that played similar kinds of stuff. Is that Joel Gray, the short guy? What's that, please? Is that Joel Gray, the short guy? Joel Gray is the short guy. He's also the uh, the, the okay. father of Jennifer Gray, who was in, uh, okay. who was in Dirty Dancing right, and stuff. Right, right. He's a great entertainer. He, he won an Oscar. In 1972, for Best Supporting Actor in Cabaret. Remember? Welcome and welcome and welcome with that stuff. Something like that. What did he do in Dirty Dancing? Oh, he did. His, his, his daughter. <laughs> he, he, danced, he danced dirty. Jennifer Gray. But, you know, his, his daughter, Jennifer, of course, was in that opposite uh, Patrick Swayze and his orchestra.
he would he's uh, let's see his, it says his father's comedian mickey katz daughter's actor we went through all that okay let's start with you or rob floyd how old do you think joel gray is joel gray is 58 58 thing i resent most about him is he's so so thin and uh, youthful looking I don't know no, that's... Norm, you're, you're still youthful looking. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> Keith, what do you think? How old is Joel Gray? 64. You see, yeah, he's getting into the swing of it with 64. <laughs> Tony? Oh, kind of yelling at me there for a second. Well, I do that every now and then just to keep you on your toes. Uh, hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to now. Jennifer Gray's birthday was only what a couple of weeks ago. We did guess her age. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that that is only child. I don't know any other. No, I, I don't know any famous one. one. Yeah, probably. Not. He may have other children. I don't. I really don't know about that. I don't know if it's only child. Let's see. Let's see. I was just going to look at. Would it help you if I knew her age? If you knew her age, remember what it was? Uh, it was something like 33 or something. 32. Okay. 34. Let me okay. see. Let me see. I'm looking it up at this very moment, even as we speak. 30. Uh, let's see. Jennifer Gray. She was born March 26th, apparently. So she was born fairly. The birthdays are not that far apart. She's 34. Okay. She was 34, yeah. Uh, he's, he's 60 today. He's 60 years old today. Okay. And what do you say, Mark? I say 63. Mark says 63. What do you say, Brian? I say 59. 59. Okay. Actually, let's see. He's 62. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Was that necessary, all that? Did anybody get it? Yes. Well, no, nobody hit it right on the butt, but uh, Mark Mark came the closest. He said 63. Uh, and nobody said 61, so Mark is the winner there. A lot of you came very close to that, though. Okay, hold on a minute. I just lost my place. I'm a winner for the first time in my life. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is a memorable moment. I can't. I'm going to write this down. <laughs> okay, April 11th. One for the first time, Dad. I'm so proud. Write it like that. <laughs> okay, Ellen Goodman, who writes for the Boston... Well, she's, she's a syndicated. She's from Newton, and her home paper is the Boston Globe. Uh, she writes a syndicated column called At Large... Won the Pulitzer Prize in 1980 for a column on Marin Simmons. Pardon me? I made that up. Don't believe a word of that part of it. Okay, Ellen Goodman. She's been on television a few times. You've been, they're looking for a commentator or something very often. She'll kind of show up there and Why say... Why don't they ever ask you to come? Yeah. They never, they, they never care. The closest you got recently was when the afternoon news called you from your own station, BZ. Yeah, that's right. And asked you to talk about the peepers. And yeah, Diane Spring yeah. wanted to know signs of spring. That's yeah. it. Well, was, no was, TV yet, though. No TV. No, no TV. No, I mean, that wasn't a heavy political thing either. Even for radio, it was nothing. <laughs> However, I did uh, inject a few things about President Clinton's military. Maybe flight. if you, maybe if you lose this time around for the uh, re-elections. Town in Middleton. Oh, the, the, uh, that that could be newsworthy. Yeah, that would be. That's right too. Yeah, nobody ever puts in the paper that I got elected for the hundred and fiftieth time. Nobody cares. <laughs> what time would it be if you do get reelected? Uh, well, the first it's a yearly election for yeah. for town moderator, and the first year was nineteen seventy eight. And you've been 
1978, so I'm running for re-election this year. You're so. ensconced. Term limits, they scream. Term limits. <laughs> I know it. I know they want to. <laughs> so this would be my 16th election, if I make it. <laughs> I, I was also on the... If I make it. I, uh, yeah, I know there's no opposition. <laughs> well, you'll make the election, whether or not you... Oh, there's no opposition. No, I gotta no. move. I gotta move to Middleton. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna. There was a. I'll go out of the town dump and shake hands like you do. Yeah, there was a, no. There was a. There was a. A. a what more I'm trying to say? A, a write-in campaign against me a few years ago. Really? Yeah. Oh. And the, what did the individuals write their own names in? Or? No, they they uh, they best. They backed one candidate. They wrote the name. It, it didn't amount to very much. I weathered that storm and came through a stronger and a nicer person for it. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. When they when they vote, okay, the the entire town shows up to vote. Correct. Well, not the entire town. Well, you know, as anybody who who's registered to vote can come to okay, vote. Okay. Now, all right. Uh, just curious that if there's no opposition. Yes. And you count the votes, and you find out that you didn't get all the votes. Well, no, they have they have uh, they have blanks. In other words, uh, they they say how many votes you got and how many blanks there were. Oh. So you can tell how many people came to vote and didn't put your name down. Ah. Uh, some people don't because you're unopposed. They figure what's the point. But or it's, they it's, it's, just it's, don't want to vote for you. It's it's an indicate. That's true. Now it is. So when you do a lousy job, they can say, "Hey, listen, I didn't vote for him." No, that's true. It's an indication of uh, strength if there are very few blanks, even yeah. though you run unopposed. Because most people will. Also, you have the advantage the town moderator is the first office they vote for, it's on top of the ballot. So usually they, they still got strength at that point, and then then, then they go down and. So the moderator's do official still, duties. Do you still have strength, or are you firing blanks? Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> now, what, what is that? What, your question, <laughs> Rob, was uh, what does a moderator do? No, that was mine. Friend yeah, yeah. What town do you live in? Our city. No, that was just me who asked that. In front of you, Keith. Oh, well, Keith. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keith waving his I, arms. I wondered, I wondered why his mouth was moving, <laughs> and and it was Rob's voice coming out. I couldn't figure that. Uh, a, a town moderator. And do you live in a town? You live in no, a city. I, I live in a city. Yeah. yeah. See, see, people who live in cities—they don't know anything about government. <laughs> They're totally ignorant. Uh, we have town meetings, and the town, and, and in other words, and ours are an open in an open town meeting, such as our town and several other towns throughout the state. Anybody who's a registered voter can come and they vote, and you vote on the uh, on the budgets and the whole business. You're kind of the legislature, really. It's oh. it's about the purest form of democracy. Uh, so the, and the town moderator conducts the town meeting. He says, and uh, finance committee, chairman, the finance committee, how do you feel about this uh, article? That kind of stuff. I make big, profound speeches like that. Impressive. Oh, it's really nice. Yeah, like that. And uh, also, you, you make some appointments. I appoint the finance committee, which is the financial watchdog of the town. Do you get a gavel? I have a gavel, yeah. Oh, jeez. Cool. And I, but I, I swing it sparingly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a, I'm yeah. going to have to come to one of these meetings one of these oh, days. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd like love it. to see you be real official like uh, that. No, I'm not that official. I, you know, I mean, I am official to a point. I take the job very seriously. Uh, but uh, 
But I do it lightly. I, you know, some moderators really get carried away with it. Uh, you know, they get very distinguished and dark <laughs> like that. And you know I'm not like that. And I'm not like that at a town meeting either. Now, after we've talked about this, I guess anyone in town who would be running could demand equal time now, couldn't they? That's right. They, well, they could anyway. They could anyway. Anytime along the way, sure they could. But uh, I hope they won't. <laughs> then I'd have to step down from this job, and I just love it just so much. Anyway, we were talking about Alan Goodman. Were we not, as I recall? Yes, we were. When we last met? Okay. Uh, Tony Nesbitt, uh, I'm going to ask you first. How old is uh, Alan Goodman? Please come how to did order. we happen to get into the uh, town, the election thing? Uh, it doesn't matter. Let's not go through that again. Alan <laughs> uh, Goodman. Alan Goodman. Pulitzer in 1980, you said, right? I said that exactly, yes. Pulitzer Prize winner. Uh, that's, uh, that would be 14 She's 54. years ago. 54. 54. Okay. You figure 30s a good age, just 31 or something to uh, win a Pulitzer. I figured, I figured uh, 40. 40. 40. <laughs> I mean 40. My math isn't too good, which is Tom Moderity. Uh, really, is that a requirement? It's a detriment when you're counting votes. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when, now you have, you have people counting the hands, you know, they raise hands, and if it's a two-thirds vote, and they come and say, you know, so many voted for, so many voted against, I have to figure, it's not two-thirds, how do I figure this? <laughs> this is this why it's run into a state of panic. <laughs> that's, when you, that's when you call a 15-minute reset. That's right. And I say, anybody else want to run for this office now? Just or be, be the temporary moderator just during the count. Hey, Brian, how old do you think? Alan Goodman. Alan Goodman is 49. 49. Okay. Rob? Uh, 51. 51, says Rob. And Mark? I say 55. Well, you're out of order. <laughs> oh, I'm getting ready for the town meeting. Oh, 55. Okay, and Keith? 47. Well, you see, his mouth moved, and I, he's sitting directly across from me, so I could see it was uh, Keith, actually. <laughs> I'm getting really silly. <laughs> I don't understand why. Ellen Goodman is 53 today. Ooh. Tony said 54. Hey, see, that, that philosophy actually worked. Yeah, it worked out fine. You were, you were just a year off, and uh, Chris Mark was only a couple of years off, and uh, a lot of you were very close. Uh, okay, Louise Lasser. Starred in uh, the Norman Lear soap opera spoof, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. Norman Lear went to Emerson. Pardon me? Norman Lear went to Emerson. Oh, did she? No. Oh, no, Norman, oh, Norman Lear. Lear did, not yep. Louise Lasser. Okay, yeah, she's been in a lot of Woody Herman movies. In fact, she was married to Woody Herman. Uh, Woody Allen, I'm sorry. I was going to say, wait a minute. Woody Herman movie? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Woody Allen. <laughs> she was married to Woody Allen from 1966 to 1970. She appeared in It's a Living. What was the, what's, what's It's a Living? Do you know that? I think, yeah. wasn't that Aunt the Jillian and the yeah. waitresses and stuff? Yeah, that's like, what, late 70s? I don't know. Early like 80s, that's yeah, yeah. that yeah. Uh, early, early 80s, 80s yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's that, Louise Lasser. Oh, so I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the, oh, Mary, what, just, what did she play on? Mary Harbin, Mary Harbin. Did yeah. she play Mary Harbin? Yeah. And she, yeah, that, anyway, and 66 to 70 is a clue then. She's married to Woody Allen during those years. Okay. Okay, Louise Lasser, let's see. Let's start with you, Keith. How old do you think Louise Lasser is? Oh, uh, Wild Stab in the Dark, 55. Well, we're Wild Stab in the Dark, 55. Okay, and uh, Brian, what do you say? Uh, I say about 58. 
58. Okay. And uh, Rob? Uh, 57. What do you think, Mark? 51, I think. <laughs> you were so upbeat. It is really sickening, so just stop that. 51, I think. <laughs> That's better. Uh, Tony, what do you think? I believe she's pushing 51. Yeah, I'd like that. 51, 51. you like 51. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 55 would have been better because that's Ooh. actually how old she is. That's what Keith said. Oh, cool. cool. All right, yeah. Keith. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's the, here's the way the scoring has, it goes so far. Tony has two correct answers. Thank you. And one apiece from Keith, Mark, and Brian and uh, Rob zero. <laughs> Rob, I, I, uh, I, I maybe we can cheat a little bit, get you on the scoreboard here. I Give him a point. I, I think, think this I went only... this. Didn't this go this way the other day? Well, I only got one last night. Oh, you got one. That's yeah. right. You got one then. That's I okay. was on the boards last night. I think we should give him a point. Okay. Here, <laughs> here. We play this game honestly. We don't. We don't fake it. Do you understand that? There are people out there who depend on us to be honest about this. Oh, you liar. Well, a little bit. <laughs> I think he gets a point for effort. That's honest. Well, we might. We might. We'll see how it comes out at the end. <laughs> Oleg Cassini, the uh, fashion designer from Paris, France. Well, at least he was born in Paris. He designed the clothes for the women on ABC TV's Dynasty. And he also designs clothes for all the uh, women who come to, uh, to Middleton Town Meeting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they meet in a small small dressing room off the main of the off, off the gym floor, and uh, well, we have the meetings. And uh, anyway, I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, Oleg Cassini. Let's let's start with. Uh, let me see who we start with this time. Now let's start with Mark. I believe he is 76. That's the spirit. Very good. So that's and what do you think, Brian? I say about seven, yeah. I don't know, 71. 71. Okay. And uh, let's see, Rob? Oh, 64. 64. And uh, what do you say, uh, Keith? 69. And uh, Tony? So, Oleg, huh? Oleg, O-L-E-G, Cassini. His name, uh, very often, uh, is in crossword puzzles. So, uh, that doesn't Is it really? Yeah, they'll say so he's at least that old. Designer Dash Cassini. Well, they, no, they have people of all ages now. Uh, that's true. Uh, that's true. But I'm thinking, Dine, any other credits besides the Dynasty show and the Middleton? No, town? that's that, the, the Middleton thing. No, yeah. it's just the mm -hmm. Joe Stu. He did the hats for Jack Yo's. He's what's that? He did the hats for Jack Yo's inauguration weekend. That's the he became famous for. Did he really? Yeah. Huh. Come on, Tony. Let it all hang out now. All right. All right. That's a good hint. Thank you. All uh, right. You got, you, got, you got more clues than anybody. That's for Jackie O. All right. Uh, yeah, he's got to be about... Hmm? He's 70. 70. Okay. All those clues, and you didn't even come close to Tony. I was really going to say uh, 68, but... No, actually, he's 81. Oh, He's an old poop. Oh, my God. Oh, he's an old, old poop. Mark actually came the closest. He said 76. Trombone? Yeah, he was, uh, he was the closest. So now he's tied with you, Tony. Mark. Well, now, I, now I know I'm definitely a winner because now I won twice. I know it's been a fluke now. 
Oh no, it's not a fluke at all. No, you got the stuff, man. This is the, the, <laughs> no, you're you're okay. I'm flying I, now. Oh, you are flying. I'm going to give you a couple of, of dates now. Things You tell me the year these things happened. Napoleon Bonaparte, you remember him. His name was in all the papers yeah. at the time. Abdicated as emperor of France and was banished to the island of Elba. Let me see if there's some more clues here. That's a little before my time, Norm. That's right. You probably never heard of Napoleon Bonaparte <laughs> as a result of that. Uh Okay, what what year was he banished to the island of Elba? And that's that's that shows up in crossword puzzles to Elba, especially what do they call those sentences that read the same backwards as forwards? Hominins. No, hominin is is the same sound of a word but a different meaning, and spelled differently, maybe, but pronounced the same. Uh, you mean a word or a sentence? Homophones or something like that? Is it homophones? No, I don't think so. Is it a word, Norm, or, or you said a sentence that reads the same well, well, forward and well, turns back? Well, well even, a, even a word. Though, that no, you mean a word. Forward and backwards. Well, no, there's a whole uh, sentence that, that has to do with Elba. I forget how it goes. Uh, something was I as, wait a minute, let me see, Elba. Abel, which is Elba backwards. Abel was I something, something, Elba. Uh -huh. I know that's a classic sentence, and if you read it backwards, it reads exactly the same way as forward. Uh -huh. And that's but that there's a name for that. I can't think of what that is. But in any case, that's not what we're guessing. We're, we're trying to figure out what what year was he banished to the island of Elba, and we'll start. Hey, no, I'm no more birthday games. No, that, birthday. there aren't there aren't too many people born on April 11th. I'm sorry oh. to say. What about the 12th? Because you won't be here. Uh, that we won't be here, no. But hey, hey, listen, we're in the middle of Napoleon. We're being banished out. But will you stop trying to divert this whole thing? We'll start with you, Rob. What do you think? Ooh. What year was that he went to Elba? This is more educational, isn't it? Just the I age. Have no idea. Also more embarrassing because I have no idea. Either. I have no idea. Uh, you remember when when uh, Napoleon Bonaparte was the uh, Emperor of France and all of that? Just you could just pick that general area era. Oh sure, you don't know that either. Okay? <laughs> I'd suggest starting with somebody else. <laughs> Listen, no, I'm terribly sorry. You're out of order again. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to have the constable remove you from the building, please. How about 1792? 1792. Listen, listen to him. Listen to Norm chuckle. <laughs> no, I mean, it could be. Uh, I, uh, oh, I'm yeah. not suggesting he was that far off. Sure. Or maybe me hit it right on the button. <laughs> my chuckling has nothing to do with the answer. I control my emotions so that you cannot tell by looking at me or by hearing me <laughs> how close anybody is. So don't, don't use that as a clue. For God's sakes. That was acting. That was good. Keith, what, do you, what year do you think oh. it was? 1823. 1823. Okay, and Tony? Uh, 1817. 1817. Okay. And uh, Mark, or as we say here in New England, Mac? 1839. 1830, 1839. Conviction. Okay. And Brian? 
people who are famous are just being famous. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you one more. I'll, I'll give you one more. I'll, how about? Uh, let's see. Who can we pick out a Tuesday? Born April twelfth. How about uh, Tiny Tim? I don't know why it is. Every time I see Tiny Tim, which fortunately isn't too often these days, I begin scratching myself. Something to do with that, yeah. But didn't he just, uh, I read something on him that he, either he just washed his hair or he hasn't washed his hair in about 26 years. Uh, no, I don't know. No, actually, he used to, he used to uh, talk about taking about 17 showers a day. Oh, he doesn't do that anymore. He used to tiptoe through the tulips. I tell you what, let's skip Tiny Tim. Well, uh, let me see. Let me just take a guess, though, for the fact okay. of it. He's, a, he's about, uh, oh, is he 68 or something? 72. Oof. I just found somebody else who'd be more fun to guess. Okay. Although I think you probably know him better. Uh, and his age, David Letterman has a birthday, April. He was born April 12th. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Okay, so we'll guess his age. And we'll start with, uh, let's see, who have we not started with? Have we, have we never started with you, Keith? Yeah, we have. We have. Well, let's start with you again. What the heck? <laughs> oh, David Letterman. David Letterman. Let me see if there's a clue here. Uh, of course, we're in Indianapolis, Indiana, born there late night. Dave moved the show to NBC, from NBC to CBS. And, well, we all know that. August 1993. Now, there's not much of a clue. Okay. Um... Fifty. Oh no! Wait, wait, no. The, the he's forty-eight. He's forty-eight. Says Keith. Okay, Brian. What do you say? Uh, forty-nine. Brian says forty-nine, and uh, Rob says forty-seven. Forty-seven, and uh, Mark. I say forty-five. I say. You say forty-five. You'd say. You bet. Okay, Tony. What do you say? Forty-eight. Forty-eight. Says uh, Tony. Actually, can I change mine? <laughs> Mark, you want to change yours? Yeah. I, I'd like to go with 48 as well. Okay. You may go with 48. I'm going to ride the wave that Tony's on. <laughs> okay. So I, I think he's got encyclopedias with him over there where he is. Well, if he has, he doesn't have David Letterman listed in them because... <laughs> he's 47? He's 47. Are That's you sure? Well, I'm not sure. It's what it says here. I... I you know what? You know why I changed mine because I, I watched a show a couple a couple of weeks ago, and he said he's approaching his forty eighth birthday. So I didn't know if he was still forty seven or forty eight. Well, according to this, he'll be forty seven on that Tuesday. Doesn't seem right. I thought he. Just, hey, that's he right. Said, I got it right. Rob, <laughs> yeah, Rob. He I'm pulled out of the. Yeah, let's give it a Rob. What the heck? Saying, I'm on. That's right. He has no point. He didn't have any till now. So. Yeah, and and besides. I was Let's right. see, Tony has won anyhow. You got four correct answers. Don't be a pig about this. Oh, no. I'm, I'm Don't not, be a pig. I... You hear what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Is this an interesting program, you think? Uh, people, you think people tuning in now say, what an interesting program or. Who would be tuning in now? If anything, it were people who are listening who are now tuning out. They're probably tuning out. That's what. Well, I'm, that was a kind of a backward way of my saying the same thing. <laughs> Brian. Uh, anyway, here's here's the final final rundown. Oh, no more. Not even one more. Oh, gee, boy, you really hunger for this stuff. Oh, don't I you? don't know. It's kind of nice. 
No, I th I think we no. This is, we've done through eight eight things. I think you know any more. And well, considering your big speech about Middleton Town moderators and what they do, <laughs> that took about ten minutes out of the game. <laughs> well, who brought that up? That was my fault. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think it was anybody's fault. I think it was an interesting discussion I think so on too. democracy in action, pure democracy in action. And anybody who thinks it was uh, just a waste of time, I, I feel sorry for you. That was that was acting too. That, that was pretty good. That was, that was, very, that very was great. Did you words can't even tell tell you how much I enjoyed that. that. I hope so. That was really nice. You actually had me scared for a moment. I was, <laughs> I was frightened, Norman. <laughs> Will the constable please remove this person? <laughs> I've never had to do that. I've been waiting to do that so badly. I've got to show up and just start, you know, making noises in the back, and you can slam the gavel and say, "Constable, remove this person," and I'll kick and scream and make make that, a big scene. Be good. We had my my predecessor as a town moderator. It had to, had trouble with one guy. Your first meeting, you you attend that, that, that as moderator, you conduct. There's always somebody in the audience, somebody in the in the in assembly there who, who wants to catch you. He wants to show that he knows Robert's rules of orders better than you do. So they're always there. So there, there was this guy doing that with the previous moderator, to a point where the moderator had him removed by the constable, as I was just saying. And as he was being removed, he collapsed on the floor, crying. He had a heart attack. And I thought, God, I hope that. If that ever happens to me, I'll kill myself. He didn't have a heart attack anyway. He was all right later on, but it was—I wasn't at that meeting. Strangely, there must have been a dramatic moment. Now, did you have you held other high office in the town of Middleton besides Tom Waterhead? Yeah. Before that, were you kind of like treasurer? Or? <laughs> oh no, I was school on the school committee. Okay. Uh, for for about uh, eight or nine years. So you have uh, risen up to the ranks. Well, I don't know whether it's rising up or down. I don't know. It's a different. Post and uh, I thought no, I mean the school committee is much more strenuous because so, you you meet much more often. So sixteen years as town moderator, eight years on twenty four years in government. Yeah, you you are. The, <laughs> no wonder you don't. You want made a career time. out of it. You like all the rest of them. Jeez, I know it, and I make big bucks. I know. The perks, all the franking privileges. Well, the thing, oh, sure, the franking privileges. <laughs> As a school committee person at the time, we, we got no money at all. And now school committee people do get paid if they can vote, but they can vote themselves salaries. But the, the, but, <laughs> Wait a minute, there's something wrong with that. Well, well wouldn't it be nice if no, we could I do mean, that at I mean, BZ? Well, no, they can vote. They, they don't necessarily have to vote, vote how much they want. But they can vote whether they ought to get paid or not. Now, and what, and what is it now? They it's, only get like five thousand dollars a year, I think. Oh, that's in Boston. I don't think they don't make that in yeah, little towns. So. I don't so, think they made that. I, 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 no, as, no, as moderator, I I got my my salary through the years has doubled. Yeah, you're up to what? Two hundred all the year now? No, one hundred. <laughs> It was fifty when I was elected. <laughs> Not That's unbelievable. Yeah. Now, if you if you work for a town, the chances are well, if you're in the police department, you can make pretty good money, because you, there are extra details. You know, new restaurants opening or traffic detail for new buildings going up, whatever it is, then where you need police. But they, you know, they're paid by the construction people and stuff. But uh, but generally, uh, if you want to get rich, you don't get into town government. Uh, that is not the place to, to 
to amass money. And this is kind of an interesting talk, isn't well, it? Well, if I, I understand that you took that two hundred dollars that you had and invested it in cattle futures, and you yeah, came back no, with two hundred thousand no, dollars. No. <laughs> now, what happened? What actually what happened was they forgot to pay me for about three years. Ooh. Uh, they, they forgot. They you're the town moderator for crying out loud. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> well, you know, if you pay somebody a hundred dollars each year, you can slip <laughs> up, you know. And so they slipped up for for about three years. Yeah. And uh, the town accountant, who's a guy named Bob Murphy, uh, found it and uh, and sent me a funny note saying that he's rectified that I would get a check. So I got a check actually for three hundred. That was really Ooh. something. So I I sent him a, a note back saying that was really great. I did. Uh, I I love that I bought it. Uh, I bought the little building in Boston with the funds. <laughs> Emerson bought that. Emerson yeah. just recently bought that. Did they buy that yeah. building? No Wait, kidding. For dormitories. That's right. That's for they, dormitories. You're yeah, kidding. Believe it or not. Yeah. That's right next to uh, their theater, the yeah, old Majestic right. Theater. Uh -huh. They're gonna they're gonna own all of downtown Boston before long. Taking control. That's right. You'll be be hard to get down downtown Boston without hearing some little kid reading his lines. I don't know what that means either, does it? I see yeah, yeah. Emerson College is a college majoring in theater, movie and stuff, the entertainment field. Communication. It's the only, it's the, it's the only school totally devoted to the study of communications yeah. in the country. You've had that? You, you're a student I'm, there. I'm an Emersonian, yeah. Oh, you go there now? Alumni. Oh, you're an alumni? Because yep. you're, you're going to be you now. No. Something like that. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be you now. But Emerson, Emerson has a lot of very distinguished graduates. Uh, yeah, Norman Lear. And uh, Henry Winkler. Jay Leno. Jay Leno. And Jay Leno. And our, uh, 60 Minutes guys, a couple of people from 60 Minutes. Yeah, uh, Mesa Romanitz was there. Yeah. Was there. Harry Fleet. Harry Fleet went there. I didn't even know. Irving Schlafman yeah. went there. Walter Lipschitz. Walter Lipschitz uh, went there, yeah. Yeah, was a always sings the class song. Yeah. Wherever you meet him on the street. <laughs> <laughs> He burst out of the Emerson. That song, yeah. Emerson College. It's very good that way. Anyway, I think we can bring this to an end, don't you think? I want to thank all those it's of you. It's been so much fun, though. This has been fun, yeah. It's a shame to bring it to an end because. I didn't say that, but I just wanted to say it's been so much fun. It has been. I want to thank you, Brian, very much for playing the game with us. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> okay, he's kind of excited about that. <laughs> I think he fell asleep. I think we were holding Brian up if he asked me. <laughs> Mark. Yeah. Hey, Mark. Yeah. Hey, thanks very much for playing the hey, game. Hey, it was fun. You got two correct answers. You did okay. I'm You're a winner, Mark. I'm a winner. I feel like a winner. Now I'm going to go back and type my 25-page doctorate and feel like a loser again. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can pick up any woman you want right now, boy. They love they love people who appear in the dumb birthday game. Oh. Imagine. Just oh. think what you can do. You can use that same line Norm uses with the Congressional Medal of Honor. You could say, "Did I just drop my 25-page doctorate in your banana split?" <laughs> yeah, I'm getting my. I'm getting my. Uh, I'm going to fact you, fact you my profile right now. Okay. <laughs> Take care, Mark. All right. Have a nice night. You too. Oh. Bye bye. Oh. I've got to get me one of those Congressional Medals. Oh, they're really nice. You can pick them up at Jack's Jokes Shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're not totally authentic looking, but if you just flash it quickly, they don't know. And you've had much experience doing that. <laughs> Flashing quickly, that's right. <laughs> hey, uh, Floyd, uh, Rob, brother, Rob Floyd, you got the same, is your, your full name Robert? 
Yes, it is. Name. So you got you got oh, an interchangeable. You know you got a, you got a, no, but you got an interchangeable name like I have. That's it could right. be Floyd Robert. Mine is mine could be Nathan Norman. Nathan Norman. But I I told you about the uh, first job I had in broadcasting where I followed a, a, the guy, I replaced a guy named Nelson Norman. <laughs> you had mentioned that. Yeah, I I know I I'm getting to a point now where I'm repeating all my stories. <laughs> Oh, so I became Nathan ago. Norman automatically, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan Norman, and good evening, sports fans. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it still still makes me laugh, Norm, uh, even though I've heard it uh, yeah, about 156 times. Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Hey, uh, Rob, thank you very much for playing the game. We'll, we'll get a report from you in a few minutes if you can whip one together. Okay. If you can't, just make it up. Who knows the difference at this time <laughs> of the morning? It's <laughs> so long. Uh, that ought to get us all fired. But what the heck. Uh, Tony? Norm, so once again, just remember, Jeff Pinsker on Wednesday night with 20 questions. Yeah. Here's a quiz on Thursday night. I'm really excited about that. Some other people coming up over the weekend, and of course, Bob Hernandez with the Geographics, Pastimes, oh. Times of the World, and Info Guests, and Invention Convention, and another new game he's got coming out by midsummer. <laughs> so he's been busy. Okay, now tonight, when you're in, yeah. doing the, uh, oh, you won't be working with, directly with Victoria Jones, no. but she'll be coming in at midnight, so you'll see her. Yes, I will. Just don't tell her that. The person calling about 2 o'clock in the morning with I a breathy voice and an obscene phone call uh, will be me. Oh. I want to um, surprise her with that. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Okay. I, I won't say a word. No, don't tell her. I'll, I'll be say, listening for it. Okay. <laughs> Take care, Norm. Bye-bye, Tony. Okay. And, and Keith, you've been an absolute gentleman about this and perhaps the only gentleman in the entire Thank group because they're all, all a bunch of peasants. They're really terrible people. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my goodness sake. I'll be back in a moment, but first... I loved the carefree attitude of this one. To be honest, most episodes were carefree, but some just sounded more so, and this was one. Patreon link is below to become a subscriber and get exclusive content, which I try my best to post every week. Won't you please check it out and support the silly? Thank you. Closing the vault and leaving this world a little sillier than we found it. For It's a Living. Typing out your mental process for arriving at the birthday answers. Parking privileges. Nelson Norman, Bob Murphy, Woody Allen, Woody Herman, Jeff Pinsker, Bob Hernandez. Flashing. Norman Lair, Henry Winkler, Jay Leno, a couple of 60 Minutes guys. Let me see if I can get this right now. Mesha Romanitz, Harry Fleet, Irving Schlafman, and just try to stop him from singing the song of Emerson... Walter Lipschitz, Tiny Tim, Palindromes, Middleton, Massachusetts, Victoria Jones, The Little Building, Jack's Joke Shop, 2 a.m. Obscene Phone Calls Full of Heavy Breathing, Keith Shields, Rob Floyd, and the man who was known to sparingly swing his gavel, Norm Nathan. I'm Tony Nesbitt.